The loony left's crusade to change the date of Australia Day just will not stop. And now anyone who is patriotic and waves an Australian flag on Australia Day or has a barbecue or a game of backyard cricket is portrayed as a right-wing white nationalist racist. Well, Jacinta Price can hardly be called a white right-wing nationalist and she's on the line. Good afternoon, Jacinta. How are you? Good afternoon, Miranda. I'm doing all right. <laughs> now, listen, you're an Alice Springs counsellor and um, just tell us about your background. Your mum is Bess Price? Yeah, my mum, yeah, Bess Price. She's um, a Waterbury woman born out at Yundamu. Uh, she was um, not long ago a minister in the Territory Government and the previous CLP government. Um, my dad's a white Australian from Newcastle, New South Wales. And, um, yeah, mum and dad had me up in Darwin. Um, many years ago now, and I've grown up in the Northern Territory and been involved in many different remote communities throughout my childhood, but also throughout my working life as well. And you say that with Australia Day, because you uh, you have a foot in both camps, uh, that you wouldn't be here if it weren't for Australia Day. Exactly. I, I wouldn't be here, um, and, and neither would you know the majority of those who protest um, to change the date, they wouldn't be around either. It's clear their um, heritage is mixed, just like mine. And um, if you know if what happened on the 26th of January 1788 hadn't happened, well, we probably wouldn't be. We probably wouldn't exist. Now, you have copped horrendous criticism for defending Australia Day against these activists who are trying to change the date. Um, listeners may have seen. Uh, Jacinta here as the face of Mark Latham's ad campaign to save Australia Day. Now, just tell us you've been targeted particularly by Greens activists. Tell us you've had death threats. I have been told that, um, you know, people wish that, that that I have a slow and painful death, that I, I should have a bullet or a, a spear, you know, I should be speared or all those kinds of nasty things. I've got Greens activists in my own community who are attempting to undermine my position as a councillor, um, trying to gather, you know, evidence of uh, me being a bully, uh, supposedly being a bully online and um, putting that all forward um, to council as, as complaints um, to so that somehow I lose my position as councillor, which is uh, pretty ridiculous, really. They're really clutching at straws. Um, and, you know, and, and it is being driven by left-green protesters and um, many of which who are um, white and there are those also who are you know mixed heritage like myself who are attacking me they're the ones that are particularly nasty with the sorts of death threats and stuff that I've been and racial abuse yeah and and racial racially vilifying words like coconut you know Jackie Jackie Uncle Tom sell out all those sorts of things you know if you if you're a free thinker, if you're an Aboriginal person and you're a free thinker, you can think for yourself and you don't toe the line, um, you know, go along with the status quo, well, then you're, you're racially vilified, you're attacked in the most horrendous ways. And it's, it's for me, it's really highlighted one of the very reasons I believe Aboriginal people will never actually get ahead until people around us stop attempting to drag us down in the most horrible ways. And also people who claim to be part of your community or at least aligned to your community. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, in Alice Springs, there's like an influx. We get an influx of um, 
you know, green greenies from Melbourne come right. through our community. And, you know, they one one councillor, uh, one of our new councillors is uh, originally from uh, Melbourne. He came as a protester to protest um, Pine Gap, wanting the closure of Pine Gap, and um, and has now become a councillor on um, yeah on council now. And and you know, so he's of- morphed from being a, an activist about Pine Gap to being an activist about Australia Day. Yes, you've seen them up close. What is their motivation? It is creating a divide, and you know, this a lot of the time Alice Springs gets a. You know, a bad run in the in the press that mm. we're a racist town. It, it couldn't be further from the truth. There are a lot of really good people, black and white, who are attempting to just get on with the job of trying to solve some of our really tough issues. And this device is just that. This does nothing. And this identity politics is is not helpful in any way, shape, or form to for the most marginalised human beings. It doesn't help kids who are growing up in being sexually abused, being neglected. Uh, it doesn't no. help with alcohol abuse, passive welfare, none no. of that. No, I mean, we have kids on, on our streets late at night. You know, I've been told by people that work directly with these kids that some of the young girls are on the street because it's safer to be on the street than it is to be at home. And yet, you know, the focus is drawn to the pettiness of, you know, this divisive uh, yeah, politics that's going on instead of the focus being on the rights of these children and the rights for them to have the same opportunities as much of the people who are whinging and, and complaining about, you know, how they're hurting because of what happened 200 years ago. Mm. And, I mean, the sorry that Kevin Rudd gave was supposed to change all that. There was a huge amount of uproar and divisiveness leading up to that and it hasn't finished. You know, now they find, the activists find another object of their desire. Exactly. And if the date changes, you can you can guarantee they will not be happy, will not appease them. They will go on to the next, um, you know, symbolic gest- gesture that they will demand because it's not actually about solving any of the real issues. It's not about looking within oneself and dealing with some, you know, their own personal inner struggles themselves. It's about making others feel bad, just make themselves feel better. And that's a short-lived, you know, warm, fuzzy feeling, but <laughs> nothing changes. Well, look, Greens leader Richard Di Natale really has to take responsibility for this. He is egging these people on. He is responsible. What message do you have for him? Uh, he, needs to, he needs to get a reality check. He, I, I would like him to come um, to meet me in my community so I can show him the reality of the circumstances that is going on right now. What he is doing is he is helping fuel the hate um, which is directed toward me as an Aboriginal woman and considering that we are 35 times more likely to be hospitalised because of Mm. violence, he is encouraging this. He's not doing anything to make this situation better for us. And in fact, he's fueling the flames. Well, look, we'll we'll ask Richard Di Natale onto the show and maybe we can get that to happen, get him up there to Alice Springs to meet with you, Jacinta. Thank you so much for joining us on the show and uh, good luck with everything and you're an absolute marvel and um, keep up the good work. Thank you, Miranda. News. 
this doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Thank you.